JC, how you doing okay. today, buddy? Hey, welcome everybody. J-Po, how you doing, brother? Welcome everybody to Big Jab in the Fat, moving through October right now. Good morning, everybody. It's a Saturday out in Pittsburgh, my boy out in Ohio. J-Po, how's everything out there, man? Hey, man, it's going good. You know, 9.30 in the morning, I think this is the earliest we ever did one of these. That's oh, my okay. gosh, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. uh, it's all right. I'm up. I got a – we're going – me and my girlfriend are going on getting some brunch, going to walk around town, see what's open. So had nice. to get up a little earlier, do this before uh, before we start that, before we start that up for the day. It seems like it's going to be a nice day, man. That sounds like a good little get out. Yeah, we're in uh, – uh week six of fantasy football hopefully everybody's league is going great i know i got four leagues going on two of those leagues four leagues two of which jc and i are both in yes i am let's see here i'm five and oh in one league i'm two and three in the other league that jc and i are in i am three and two in my redraft and I'm three and two in the other dynasty keeper league. So it's not but bad. That got some I'm, crazy uh, man. The quarterback yeah. like sixty points a game. I don't even get it. Uh, no, that's, that's a little <laughs> weird. Uh, I'm three and two in both leagues right now. Uh, looks like uh, I, I got the win last week on one, and then the loss in the other. So I'm going back and forth. Made a couple trades. Made a trade for Lev Bell. By the yeah, way, you did. he's out there. It's mm-hmm. worth it if you're if you're in win now mode. I'm in win now mode. I'm making some yeah. skill player decisions. So, and then me and J Po might have a trade later for my boy Cam Cam Newton. We'll 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 see we'll see <laughs> if we can figure out. I gotta check his I gotta check his uh I gotta check his team out, which he and I quote said the best roster you'll ever see. The the best <laughs> roster you will ever lay eyes on. There so, you go. I'm sorry, um, wrong quote. The, the best the, roster you'll the, ever lay lay eyes on. This is what happened. So last week, you know, unfortunate, you know, I'm an Eagles fan, but I hate to see people get hurt. I don't like that. Yeah. So, uh, but I lost Dak, Dak Prescott. My backup is Carson. So I don't, and then I made a trade for Jared Goff. I sent Brandon Cooks for him. But as you all know, in fantasy football, I mean, you got to have the dude who can move a little bit. Those are kind of like the cheat codes in fantasy. So, I was going through people's rosters, and our league is so deep, man. There's just nobody left on the waiver. There's just yeah. nobody. And I'm not going to start paying up for Kyler Murray. Uh, Adam wanted a, Adam wanted a boatload for Kyler Murray. Some I'm other people a boatload for it. So I'm not about to do that. So, all right, man. Uh, week six, what do we got going on? What are we going to give these folks? So for weeks, is, by the way, also give us that follow back, of course, oh, yeah. on our Twitter page, Big Jab and the Fat. Again, all one word, Big J-A-B-N, the F-A-T. We are at 97 followers. Yes, 97 nice. followers. Yes, my mom followed us. Yep, nice. you heard me right. Get your parents, tell your grandparents, tell your aunties, your uncles. Everyone needs to follow us. 97 followers. We're almost at 100 followers. Again, guys, we've only been doing this less than a year. So that's amazing to see. We're also in a podcast fantasy football league from the non-fantasy football uh, Twitter account. They asked us to be in there. We're in ninth place. Not doing too hot. It's Jay Post's turn to pick the lineup. So, again, we're just I trying to set. find ways. Awesome. I have it set. Awesome, man. Yeah. We're just trying to find ways to get out there and make some moves. So I uh, appreciate everybody giving us a follow. Let your friends know. Add us on the Twitter. Uh, what we're going to do today are the ultimate lineups. So we're going to pick your ultimate week six lineup, what we consider to give you the highest point score or that win this week, if you have those players, of course. And then we're going to play a little bit of that kind of what-if scenario if you had the ability to get all these players. We're going to choose a quarterback. 
uh, two running backs, three wide receivers, a flex, a tight end, and a defense for this ultimate lineup. We'll go back and forth, kind of Rod Robin. So he'll uh, Jay Pogo QB, I'll go QB. We'll say the reasons why. Go from there, and hopefully help you guys out some. Can I ask one question yes. before we uh, start this? I've mentioned this a couple of times, but I'm going to do the answer. JC is from South Jersey. South now, Jersey. is your mom an Eagles fan, though? Everyone in the state of South Jersey, yes, it's state of South Jersey, is an Eagles fan, so yes. Nice! Shout out to JC's mom. I like Every it. Every single All one right. of them. So when I'm, I a like it. Fan, when I'm a Raiders fan growing up, they want to disown me. Right. All right. I love it. All right. So, (laughs) so I'm going to start this. My quarterback. So I always try to go with the, I'm not going to tell you the obvious guys. You should start Patrick Mahomes. You should start Deshaun Watson. These are guys that we all know. If you own these guys and you're not, uh, maybe you shouldn't play fantasy football. I don't know. (laughs) So some of my guys are the obvious starts, but some may not be the obvious start. So for my quarterback uh, for this week, I'm going Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, interesting, interesting. Right. So I say that because Ryan Fitzpatrick will always have a few games here and there. I mean, he'll come out and throw the ball 40 times a game for three touchdowns, and uh, he'll put up 40 fantasy points. But then Ryan Fitzpatrick will have some games where he comes out and throws three picks and only throws for 150 yards, and it's not so hot. He always does this. This is always what Ryan Fitzpatrick does. This game should be a negative game script for the Dolphins. They should be able to run the ball with the lead early and not have to throw the ball what he's averaging 30-plus attempts a game. But even when Miami does have the lead, they're still throwing the ball. And I don't know if this game is going to be as much of a negative game script as some people think it might be. So I'm looking for Ryan Fitzpatrick to actually dig himself in a hole early overlooking the Jets, like most people should and do, (laughs) right? But I see them overlooking the Jets. It's a divisional game. Okay, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to have to dig himself out of a hole early against the uh, Jets. So I'm going Ryan Fitzpatrick as my quarterback. Who do you got, man? Nice. I like it. I got uh, my boy who I'm starting in one league who I'm glad I got in any league. Oh, my gosh. And I I inherited this team making some moves, trying to set myself up to really uh, dominate the 2021 draft uh, for our league. But I'm starting Josh Allen. Nice. My guy's my guy's not, you know, we're not he's not hiding under the rock. He's changing the way you look at, and I'm gonna say this, don't mean to be a slightly controversial because it's early. He's making at the whole league, let alone fancy footballers, make a look and take a look at movable Caucasian quarterbacks. I mean to say that. This kid came out of a small school, was it Wyoming? Uh yes. Came out of a small school, no one had him. No one had him on their big boards. Everyone wrote him off. He can't be a mobile quarterback. He's not African-American. I'm saying it. It's the truth. We all know it. He's going to stay in the pocket. He's not going to be a pocket quarterback. This guy's changing the game, and I love guys that change the game. Keep your eyes on guys like Trey Lance, who if you haven't seen this kid in North Dakota State, he's now in the kind of uh, setup like Josh Allen. He's a, yep. he's a movable quarterback, Caucasian, can throw the ball, and you got to think differently. That's why I like Josh Allen. Not only that, he's versus the Kansas City Chiefs who are angry. Do you know why they're angry, J. Poe? Why are the Kansas City Chiefs (laughs) upset this week? (laughs) I'll tell you why they're upset. Because they lost 
to my Las Vegas. They 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 did. They did. They, lost. they got they taken lost to the ropes, man. They got it taken was to the one ropes. Of the best games I've seen this season. Don't deny it. It was a solid game. Uh, Gruden is earning that hundred million dollar ten year contract, oh, and yeah. they played great defense. So what I see out of the Bills is kind of the same thing. They have a good defense. That's what we did against Mahomes. We actually, we actually had really good secondary play, so you know they're going to use that. But Mahomes is going to be angry. He's going to want to get out there and prove something. And Josh Allen, who lost last week, he's also going to want to prove something. So this is going to be a little bit of a shootout. Derek Carr went for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. That's Derek Carr, who's still a QB2. Allen, a QB1. I think he's going to dominate, man. That's who I have. All right. So um, I, I, I want to piggyback on a couple of things there. You know, the Chiefs – actually right now could be sitting at what three and two actually yep. i mean they actually had a close game a couple weeks ago too so i mean it looks like some people may kind of have the hmm i'm not saying you can stop pat mahomes i'm just saying no. some teams if you have a good secondary as jc alluded to and you can cover up his guys and you can keep him in the pocket some teams may actually, you know, have a little bit of a formula going there. there. Go. So, exactly. and then so uh, just to piggyback on his Trey Lance, if you guys go back through our archive stuff, uh, Trey Lance will not be playing this season. It's going to be hard yes. to find a lot of tape on him. Uh, JC and I, we already did a cut the fat. We did a breakdown on him. So if you want to go back and check that out, we have that there as well. Um, my first running back, uh, I'm going to go James Robinson, man. Uh, first against Detroit, he's the only ball carrier in town. Okay. Chris Thompson's there. Yeah. Great. He touches the ball, I think two or three times a game. All right. Uh, currently right now, James Robinson is on pace for a thousand rushing yards in about six to eight, seven to nine touchdowns. And he's on pace for 50 catches and around 500, 500 to 550 yards receiving. He does not have a receiving touchdown yet. But for all intensive purposes, last week, um, Jay Gruden said they wanted to get him the ball more in the second half. The first couple weeks, they weren't getting him the ball a lot in the second half. Um, he was second on the team in targets last week. I know DJ Chark was out, so that may have been that too. But the coaching staff has already looked like they've given their seal of approval. I don't know if Jacksonville's tanking as much as people think. They could be. I don't know. They made some questionable moves early. We were all on the Jacksonville's tanking. I think Gardner Minshew doesn't want to lose his job, so he's not <laughs> tanking for anything. So uh, James Robinson, anybody that picked him up, um, drafted him or off of waiver wires, for what it seems to be, the kid's averaging like 4.7 yards a carry. Uh, he's, think depending on how your scoring goes, he's, nine top 10 in PPR and fantasy. So if you got him either undrafted or off the waiver, good move. Um, the kid is really producing there, man. Who are you going to go with? Yeah, good kid. He's doing well. Uh, next up, I got uh, Alexander Madison as my RB. Nice. So Madison is the guy you love to hate because he's going to take a roster spot from you, period. He's mm-hmm. going to take that spot. He is. You got to you got to ask yourself: Do you want to hold on to him? And you never want you never want to hold on to him for this reason. But do you want to hold on to him if Dalvin Cook gets injured? Kind yes. of like Tony Pollard with Zeke. 
you want to see what's going to happen. You know, Aaron Jones, the same thing with Jamal Williams, or if we ever do really get to see AJ Dillon ball out, which I still think we are. It's just going to take him a minute. Yeah. So Alexander Madison, he's startable this week. Again, this is a week six ultimate lineup. He's going to ball out. Uh, the kid had over 100 yards, 20 touches. He was You could tell when he was running, he was excited to run. They are like, I, this kid's just on the sideline waiting to do something. And I love this kid. I, I, I had to get him off my, my team because I just didn't have the spots for him. But Dalvin Cook signed that deal. I feel bad for the kid. I know he's going to get his chance, but I'm telling you right now, he is a starter on any other team. He reminds me of a younger version of Kareem Hunt. He's got the receiving chops, the running ability. He's with another really top-tier running back. And as you can see, what happened with Kareem Hunt, who is on my team, what happened with Kareem Hunt, when he got the chance to ball, he's balling out like we all know he could do. He'll do that again this week. So I have Madison going. Uh, he's versing the Falcons, who just are the worst team in the league, which is so weird to say. Uh, but he's going to run all over them. They're home. Uh, they'll get out to a, to a good lead. And I think he's going to have another 100-yard game, probably a couple touchdowns. Yeah. You know, uh, as Jay – JC said, and me being a Dalvin Cook owner, the opportunity I got to snatch up Alexander Madison, I did it. And he and yeah. our um the league that we are in where I own them, uh, it's a pretty deep league. Our benches are, are deep. I don't mind chewing up a roster spot for him, but like he said, and I think I've said we've said a few times here, if you own Dalvin Cook, you must own Alexander yeah, Madison. You, yeah, you have to make that spot. Um, and like like you said, Alexander Madison goes anywhere else. He is a three-down starter. Um, so, unfortunately for him, I think he's going to have what? This is his – is this his second third? or third year? This is his third year? Third, yeah, third year. Third. So, unfortunately, he's going to have another year in Minnesota to sit behind Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Um, Dalvin Cook currently uh, second in PPR. Uh, I think he's first in rushing touchdowns. Unfortunately, this kid's always he's all he's gonna be your he's gonna be your uh, Keenan Allen man. Don't count yep. on him for us uh, sixteen games. Count on him for about twelve to fourteen games a year. He's That's always right. gonna miss a couple games. That's just it is what it is. For my second running back, I'm gonna go with Jonathan Taylor against Cincinnati. Yeah, this has to be the game where Jonathan Taylor puts up that. Right now, he's just putting up. I mean, he's he's RB2 a rookie. Numbers. He's a rookie. Let's face it. He was given the starting gig, but he really this needs to be the game where he puts it all together. I just watched 100%. a video. I just watched a video the other day. I forget the guy's name, but he did an awesome job. And he essentially started to talk about Jonathan Taylor. This is the kid that has it all. He has all the prerequisite skills. He's got the speed, he's got the size, but why is he not producing like just extraordinary numbers. I get it. He's a rookie behind that Colts O-line. <laughs> and he broke down so many plays of Jonathan Taylor is not seeing the lanes. He Ooh. is not seeing the lanes. He's not taking the cut back when it's there. He's trying to force it outside. It, he's trying to force it into the play side. As for cutting it back to the non-play side, he's, he's running straight into the back of his lineman. He's not coming off of the blocks. He's just – he's not hitting it. This is the game against this Cincinnati defense where he yep. should be able to put up the numbers where everybody goes, that's the guy we wanted. That's the guy. And I'm not saying he's doing bad. He is. And I think he's putting up, what, top 25 numbers? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so Style he's not doing – 
he's not doing terrible, but his 3.8 four yards a carry behind that O-line just is not going to cut it. This needs to be the game where Jonathan Taylor puts up what everybody just goes, whoa. And I think this is the game he puts it all together. This kid has the skill set to do it. I'm going with Jonathan Taylor, man. Yeah, I think that's a great choice. I have him starting with my leagues. Uh, I got him in the fifth round. I'm sorry. I got him in the first round, fifth first. overall pick. Fifth overall pick. Uh, could not believe he was there. Uh, the guy before me took him. Akers, good pick, but didn't think I would grab him. I think that uh, everything you said was correct. You know, he needs to do a better job of finding his vision. But I truly think that Philip Rivers is hurting him. Philip Rivers, they paid him an absurd amount of money for no reason. For no reason. I don't know why. They could have got a quarterback. He looked washed last year, he man. He washed up. He's washed up. He looked washed up. I know yeah. Brady had a bad game. I know we're all making fun of the memes. But he's still Tom Brady. He still put up a 45-point game. Let's yeah. not forget. So when we're looking at this, they could have easily got a, a, a cheaper quarterback option. Maybe went with Brissett and had uh, Jacob Easton, who I think is a star. I don't know why. They're just keeping him on the bench. They could have did something. But now I think they're tied into so much money. They're just giving yeah. Rivers the rope. So I think he's hurting Jonathan Taylor just because they kind of know what's going to happen. They know Phillip Rivers. They know he's going to be in the pocket. And I don't think Phillip Rivers is really using him the way he can. Right. I agree. I have him plugged in to start. He's an RB1 in the waiting. And this could be the t- this could be the week to start him because the Bengals are kind of starting to flail a little bit. The Colts defense is nothing to mess around with. No. They are a studly defense. I picked them up off of waivers. I mean, I want to keep these guys. Is Darius Leonard playing? Do we know? I believe, I believe so. I okay. believe he is playing. Um, even though they got some guys behind him, but yeah, oh, he yeah. does play. Oh, oh, he, they got. He's gonna they fight. got linebackers for days there. Actually, I'm sorry, he is doubtful, so he's okay. he's not playing. That could make a, a nice little play if you have uh, Mixon. But again, those guys in the defensive line are just stacked every, or defense overall stacked everywhere. So I definitely agree. Uh, so my next pick right here, we got going for my second RB. Again, you guys are watching Big Jab. We're watching, listening Big Jab. In fact, soon to be watching. We're working on some. We're uh, figuring that some, out. Yeah, working on some some different avenues to actually uh, start streaming through Twitch through IG or Facebook Live, states for that. We're going through our ultimate week six fantasy football lineup where we are choosing a QB, two RBs, three wide receivers, a tight end of flex, and a defense for your ultimate week six lineup. My next uh, pick for my RB is going to be Ezekiel Elliott. No surprise there. Again, just going yeah, through the yeah, motions. Good pick. Uh, we saw what happened with Dak. My prayers go out to him. That was a terrible injury. Uh, you know, I hate, I hate when people make fun of the injuries. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know, the media, yeah. I get it. It's, it's the type of culture in. But the, the, the guy seems to be in good spirits. Uh, and I really hope, I really, really hope him and his agents sit down, have a long talk, and get out of Dallas. Get out of yeah. Dallas. There are teams that need a quarterback to his caliber that can start him now and pay him what he deserves, in my opinion. Yeah. Fully agree, man. Um, I want to touch just real quick on your Phillip Rivers thing, too. Um, okay. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett, um, T.Y. Hilton's lost almost all relevance to fantasy yeah, football. I mean, and that's a sad thing. Um, so I think that, yeah, uh, he's holding them back big time. Uh, Bobby O'Kuriki and Anthony Walker on that defense, though, I think they're going to be fine minus Leonard. Um, back to the the Dak thing, yeah, I'm an Eagles fan, but I don't want to see Dak get hurt. Um, and actually, exactly. you can uh, – Adam, I actually – in 2016, I was actually – prior to that draft, I was telling Adam. Now, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm telling him. I want the Eagles to do this. This was before they moved up and drafted Carson Wentz. Nothing against Carson Wentz. I told Adam, 
and he can verify this for, for, for me. I said the Eagles need to draft Zeke, and then they need to draft Dak Prescott. You know who went and did that? Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys. Go figure. All right. Yeah, All right, uh, so yeah, the Eagles, right? So we'll talk about yeah. them in another episode. But Zeke, yeah. he's going to eat. He's against the Cardinals. They're home. Dawn's going to mm-hmm. rely on the run. The whole team's going to rely on the run. So he just gets jumped up the boards just because, of course, Dak is out. So they're going to be handing him a lot of touches. Uh, so he should have an amazing game. Who you got next for your first wide receiver, bro? Uh, first wide receiver. I'm going to kind of do mine, and um, I'll do – we'll go back and forth on it. Uh, we are yeah. picking three wide receivers for, for this. I'm going to do two studs and a sleeper. Okay. My first stud is going to be Kenny Galladay against Jacksonville. I think that this Jacksonville and Detroit game is actually going to be a shootout. I really I honestly I think that it's going to be. I, I can, it just has the makings of neither one of these teams play great defense. They don't play terrible defense, but they don't play great defense. And I can just see this game just being one of those games where everybody's like, wow, this game's turning into a shootout. So I'm going to go with Kenny Galladay. He missed the first four weeks of the season, came back last week, still had 60-some yards in a touchdown. I think he's going to start just building himself up back to where Kenny Galladay is, and that is, I believe, him to be a top-10 fantasy wide receiver. So there's my first one. Who do you got, man? I got Calvin Ridley. um, Nice. My my boy who I – I'll tell you this right now. Who JC will not trade me, just to put that out there. Oh, my gosh. Listen, like, sometimes you make good trades. Sometimes you make bad trades. I made a few bad trades in our other league, in my opinion. I tried – I came back with that bell trade, but I just had a different – I had to change a heart with the type of quarterbacks I wanted. And it's okay. I'm telling you guys right now, if you feel like, wow, this player is not going to stick with my team because of what I'm trying to do, trade him. I traded away yeah. Lamar Jackson. People are like, "What? Yeah. You, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, listen, I'm trying to build something here in a specific way. And he, he just didn't fit to that mold on my team. Nothing wrong with that. Back to no. Calvin Ridley. I traded for Calvin Ridley. I traded away Ryan Tannehill and Deontay Johnson. Yeah. For, for uh, Calvin Ridley. And I think he great trade. Second. Thank you. Great think, trade. Thank you. Thank you. I, get, I think I got like a second or third round pick. Uh, something like that. And the reason that I traded away Deontay Johnson is because, and my j will attest to this, look at tape. Look at the film, okay? Deontay Johnson, I will tell you this. You, you dang Deontay Johnson truthers, who I swear, going to his home right now trying to massage his back because he's out this week. He is not that good of a receiver. James mm-hmm. Washington was not that good of a receiver. I had mm-hmm. both of them on my team last year, and I was like, I know I need to trade him away, trade him away to a Steelers fan. But I was like, if I can get Calvin Ridley out of this, I need a number one receiver to go with my boy DK Metcalf, who I have as well. DJ mm-hmm. Moore, who's still a solid wide receiver too. He so is. I traded for him. He proved, of course, 100% worthy of what he's, he's doing this season. Uh, they, they, they banged home the drum of a uh, uh, third-year breakout, and he's doing just that. Versing the Minnesota Vikings. We're talking oh. about shootout in the last game oh. Lions in Jacksonville. This oh. will be a shootout of all shootouts because both teams that just want to win. They need to win. And mm-hmm. I think the, the Falcons firing uh, – who they fire, their owner and their coach? Uh, like they fired their general manager. Fired general manager. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, them getting them firing, cleaning house, which a lot of teams are doing right now. Calvin Ridley sitting there. Julio Jones is playing. It doesn't matter whether he plays or not. Calvin Ridley is the number one. Uh, next year, if he's not the number one receiver in every fancy football ranking, then you're out of your mind. He's number two right now, and I'm looking at the ranks in our league. He's going to ball out, plug and play, close your eyes, and hopefully get that one. Yeah, I was just having a talk with a guy at 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 work 
about this. Does this not have the feeling of the Isaac Bruce Tory Holt thing? Yep, yep. I, Isaac Julio Jones passing the uh, torch. Isaac Bruce still exactly. passed the torch to Tory Holt. Isaac Bruce stayed on, and I expect yeah. Julio to. But it's kind of like the passing of the torch it's is time. coming through. And the Deontay Johnson thing, uh, Toledo guy, I mean, I'm not going to knock him. But like JC said, look, really boss. look at the tape. It's not there. It's not there. It, 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 it's not there. I, I hate uh, JC. You're going to get kicked out of Pittsburgh for like the eighth <laughs> time. I don't <laughs> know. But but he is on the Chase Claypool. We are on the Chase uh, we'll Claypool Chase bus. Claypool. We'll get the Chase Claypool right. in a little bit. Don't, Deontay Johnson is not better than Chase Claypool. No way. Deontay Johnson. All right, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Truth. For, for everybody that was drafting Deontay Johnson in the second, third round, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. He's not uh, – uh, uh, he's just not the guy there. Sorry. No. All right, uh, my second wide receiver, I'm going to go C.D. Lamb. Oh, you son of a gun. He's literally my second wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ceedee Lamb stud, um, Amari Cooper. I own Amari Cooper in a couple leagues. The bad thing, Amari can play. I just don't know when he's gonna play. Exactly. It seems one game he'll get you thirty points, the next game he'll get you nothing. I I don't know how this works, but uh, Ceedee Lamb. I had a choice in one league. I could have taken Ceedee Lamb or Jerry Judy. Do I? Do I? Do I? regret not taking a lamp no not at all i think judy's gonna pull i think judy's gonna be just fine the the problem was is drew lock got hurt that's true and is judy putting up the numbers lamb is no but he's still putting up decent numbers he's averaging still 60 yards a game but cd lamb uh another guy michael gallup i'm sorry for the people that thought michael gallup was gonna be the man He's Johnson, yeah, man. yeah, Same yeah, ball, yeah. Deontay Johnson, Michael Gallup, maybe somewhere else, but not on your current teams. Gallup for sure. Deontay Johnson, I don't know. I think Gallup can be, just not on that Cowboys team. Outside of Zeke, uh, Amari Cooper, now C.D. Lamb. I mean, they gave C.D. Lamb the 88. Come on, what does that tell yeah, you, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, and, man. Yeah, I got C.D. Lamb too, so I won't spend too nice. much more too much time on him. Uh, you're talking about Andy Dalton. You're talking about check down Dalton. So if yeah. you have Dalton Schultz, I'm telling you right now, he's a, oh, yeah. he's a sleeper starter. I am starting him because one thing; these are two things Andy Dalton will do. Three things, I'm sorry. Three things Andy Dalton will do. He will get picked off. We all know that's going to happen. He will find one receiver he loves who has the most talent on the team. Although I love Amari Cooper, that's C.D. Lamb. And yeah. my boy loves his tight ends. Uh, Uzma, Croft, they all ate under Andy Dalton. I see a Tyler Eifert. Yep, Eifert, there you go. I see a lot of Dink and Duncan. I see a lot of uh, red zone targets for Schultz. Start him as well as a sleeper. But, yes, I have C.D. Lamb. I think he's going to ball out. And, uh, yeah, he's going to have a great game. So, my uh, my third receiver is uh, De- uh, Devontae Adams. Again, no surprise there. Uh, yeah. I, am ver- I am versing him this week, but you have to be unbiased. You have to, you know, give him the best. So, uh, he's coming back from a hamstring injury. I believe it was a hamstring. And he's starting against the Buccaneers. I think he's going to play to his projections. He's at 22 projection projected points. He'll probably get 25, 26. The Buccaneers defense is, isn't that bad. They have no. a really good secondary. And I think mm-hmm. that Rodgers is going to get sacked a few times. Antoine Winfield is a beast yep. in that secondary. <laughs> and, uh, and they're playing at home in Tampa Bay. I think they're going to actually uh, keep it competitive. But I still think that, you know, Rodgers will eat. So Devontae Adams, no surprise there. You know what he's going to be about as long as he can stay healthy for the whole game. 
And again, yeah. that's always been his issue with Adams. So exactly with Adams. So we'll see what happens. But that's who I have as my third wide receiver. All right. Third wide receiver. I've already talked about this game once in the beginning. I'm going to talk about it again. I just think that this is going to be that game where you go, these two teams have no business kind of shooting it out, right? This is stupid. <laughs> I have no idea why this is happening. Jamison Crowder against Miami. Jamison Crowder is a low-key, low-end wide receiver one. I don't even know how to say it. I don't even know. I, I, dude, I don't know how to that, right? dude I, this really game – Jacksonville, Detroit, Miami, New York. I'm telling you, I, 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 I don't know. I could be wrong. It just seems like this is one of those games that you have every, you have a couple every year where you flick it on and you're like, why are these teams shooting it out right now? This is the stupidest thing in the world. These, but I can see this. Like I already said, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to get dig himself a hole early. He's going to come back second half after sling the ball around. The Jets, I don't know if it's Joe Flacco. I think it is. It, or it could is be Flacco, Sam Darnold. They're, they're just going to be throwing the ball around too because they don't, don't have a running game. I, I think Jamison Crowder here, you can't go wrong with, with, with them. I think this game is just going to be a terrible, fun game to watch. It's going to be stupid. Yeah, All right, man. To, to uh, piggyback on, on Crowder, look at the look at the stats. Listen yeah. to this, guys. Uh, from the, the three games that Crowder started this year, yeah, he had these are the stats. Yeah. Week one at Buffalo, 30 points. Yeah. Week four at Denver, 20 points. Yeah. Week five at Arizona, 27 points. That yeah. is low end wide receiver one numbers. <laughs> Trade for him. Yeah, right. Pick him up. Dude. If you're in a league, if you're in a, a season long league, the guys, the guys rank 20 right now, and he just, like you said, he just continues to put up points because he's that. That's he's all they have. He's a whole offense. Too. He legit is the whole offense. So <laughs> he's all that. He's he's gonna get fed targets. And 100%. Jamison Crowder has been a productive wide receiver in his career. That's Unfortunately, true. he just plays for the Jets. So, for right. So <laughs> Jamison Crowder, this game's going to be stupid to watch. I, I, I don't even know. Uh, all right, man. Tight ends. I'll move it on. Yeah, I got. So, um, T- go ahead. Uh, go. You want me to go? Yeah, go. All right. Uh, I'm going to go TJ Hawkinson. Um, I've already nice. talked about this game once. He's already a top right now, depending on how your scoring is. If it's non premium tight end, he's a top. T- he's quietly the number nine tight end in fantasy um if he's tight end premium then he may be higher i don't know quietly he's doing this uh he faces a defense that's giving up the eighth most points to uh in fantasy football to tight ends they've allowed four touchdowns like i've already talked about detroit jacksonville miami and new york these games are going to be stupid shootouts i don't even know know why tj hawkinson i'm going there uh you know outside of your you know, obviously you're playing Jason Kelsey. Obviously you're playing George Kittle. Obviously Travis you're playing – Right, right, right. So um, – Travis, right. So yeah. I'm going to go with TJ Hawkinson here. So Good, good go choice, good that? choice. I got uh, Joni Smith. Uh, nice. You know, this guy – by the way, guys, you are watching or listening. I'm going to keep saying watching to the watch. That's all right. <laughs> to Big Jab and the Fat Fancy Football Podcast. Happy Saturday again. Give us that follow back on our Twitter page. We're closing in on 100 followers. Big Jab. And the fat at big jab, big J A B, and the F A T on our Twitter page. Appreciate the follow. I got Joni Smith again. No surprise there. I wish I picked him up. I have Waller. I have Noah Font. I've got great tight ends, but I really wish I picked him up on both leagues. I do have him in my other league. I'm glad I got him there. The guy's going to eat as long as Tannehill's there, and I think Tannehill's going to retire a Titan right now because the guy is just Ball solid. Out. 
Uh, he's yeah. just doing what he's doing what every pocket quarterback should do on your fantasy league. He's putting up those solid stacked stats. I like those stats. I will take a guy that gets me 27, 28 points each week versus a guy that gets me 16, 37, 22, 54, which is right. why I traded Lamar Jackson. Exactly. Sorry, Lamar Jackson truthers. I'd rather get a guy that gets me 27, 28 consistent points and and Tannehill does that that's about his average so you know Joni Smith is going to do great he's sitting currently as tight end number four deserves it young guy studly guy starting him against Houston should be a nice uh, high point game right there yeah you know what uh Johnny Smith you definitely cannot go wrong and I I agree I'm more about the consistency thing too across 100%. the board that's why i didn't find that giving up uh brandon cooks for jared Goff was too bad of a play and he's a so, solid bye week replacement he is. We're getting in the bye weeks right now guys yeah. and if you didn't set yourself up right i'm sorry to tell you you're gonna lose remember exactly. your, bye and, week, your bye week replacement rosters are starters and players are just as important as your main starters mm-hmm. especially this week there's a lot of guys on buys right now i hope you got some guys to back them up mm-hmm. uh so my flex I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going Stephon Diggs, man. Nice, uh, nice. I, I know that Traverius Ward is back. Um, I he's expected to play. Um, I know he'll probably. I think John Brown is coming back too, but I, I still so. think that Ward is gonna lock down on Diggs. Uh, Ward kind of. Uh, he's actually a really good corner. He just got hurt. I think he broke his hand or his thumb in week one. So, but he's in, he's in a B back plane. I think he's played the past couple games. He's trying to get acclimated to that cast or that uh, glove that he's playing with. But yeah. I think that Diggs, Diggs is going to see the targets because this game is going to be a high scoring game. It's anything, anytime the Chiefs play somebody, or maybe not high scoring, but the other team is going to have to put up points. They're gonna have, to, yeah, they're going to stay with to it. beat the Chiefs. They they're going to have to <coughs> stay in the game. And I 100%. I don't currently know if Buffalo can run the ball. Really, I'm well. Still... Zach Moss will be back, so I yes. think you're gonna. I think you're gonna see a lot. I, I have my draft in uh, the second round. I think in one of my leagues. I think you're gonna see a lot of Zach Moss because Singletary did okay. Just like sorry, Ch. We're talking to a lot of truthers today. Sorry, Ch. Truthers. Ch is doing just okay. That's what he it is. brought in Bell Moss. They want it anytime. Really quick. I'm sorry to cut you off. Anytime right. you see a team who has an injured younger player, younger rookie, and they keep. Making and they keep saying that he's out this game. They keep not rushing him back. That's a good thing because they don't want to rush back someone that they have a lot of promise in. Zach Moss probably could have played last week. They didn't want to rush him back, which shows to me that they have a lot of promise. They didn't get Bell. They could have got Bell. They were in the running, him, them, Miami, and the Chiefs. Yeah. And I think they're going to rely on Moss because they need a bruising running back. They need a better protector for Josh Allen in that pocket. And they need a guy that can be a third down back. Singletary is not that guy. So Moss being in the game could also uh, produce a high score as well. Yeah. Do, do you remember after that week one game and we did our the one podcast and we were talking about, I had said, you know, C, you know, CH put up good numbers. You know, yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's nothing against the uh, kid. But I said no, that. Solid RB too. Right. The, <clears throat> the problem is is in Andy Reid seeing it is he unless they scheme him up in the goal yes. line within the Can't 10 he cannot Can't run in the red zone he had what four four goal line carries in the red zone he won four or six and didn't it punch terrible. it in once no I mean that Andy Reid probably said to himself hmm and I'm still gonna say this and it's not a knock 
against Andy Reid. It's not a knock against Pat Mahomes wanting his guy. This is not a knock. Andy Reid knows his players, all right? Yes, he does. But if you put J.K. Dobbins in a Chiefs uniform, <laughs> this, it's a different this, story. This dude, this dude, and I'm going to, I'm going to kind of digress here for one second. Mark Ingram touches the ball eight times a game, eight to 10 times a game, whatever. He gets you your your 40, 40 yards a game, whatever. J.K. Dobbins touches the ball one run last week and two catches and still comes (laughs) away with like 50 some yards. He had one run for 34 yards and two catches for like 20. If you can't tell, my boy J. Poe is a solid J.K. Dobbins truther. I'm sure he has I just don't board. understand. Sure the the writing is on the wall. Put let the kid play, man. Yep. Let the kid we'll, play. We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, man. Who do you got in the flex, buddy? <laughs> so, um, really, really quick with Ch. Yeah, and, and that's why I brought in Bell. Uh, yeah. Again, guys, remember, look at your stats. Uh, they they don't have a pass catching back. That's solid. Uh, Darwin Thompson, Darrell Williams, those guys are – sorry, they're bums. They don't have a pass-catching back. Bell was one of the best pass-catching backs. They don't have a red zone back. Bell is one of the best red zone backs. He's a solid guy, 6'2", 225. If you got a chance to trade and pick him off of waivers, make sure you do. Uh, my flex, my flex. The best thing in the world, j in the world is being right about a rookie draft pick. Rookie draft, okay. It's amazing. When you're just, <laughs> doing the, the research, feeling you get, when the you're feeling. The tape, I was watching these guys combine like I was at the combine. I'm like, play that back, play that back. Ten seconds back. Look at that fit work. This guy is my flex. He, it is his time. You can see when players ascend. It's his time. It's the timing. It's the players that are in or out. Mr. Chase Claypool. He's my flex. Nice. Everything is showing what this guy can do. But what I want to go back really quick to the spurts that you saw out of him. Week two, when he had three catches, all caught, by the way, three for three, 88 yards and a touchdown. Week one, two for two and 39, but that week two burst was huge. And then, of course, we saw what he did against the Philadelphia Eagles. To go back to his stats, there was a stat that I read when I was watching this guy. Again, do your research, especially if you're in Dynasty and Rookie Leagues. Do your research. I did my research on the guy, saw his stat line. He had the closest stats in the combine to Megatron for his height. And his weight. He had the closest stat line in all of his combine results to Megatron, one of the best wide receivers ever to play the game. That's why I wanted this guy. I got him in both my leagues. I traded for him in one league. I drafted him fifth round in the other league. 6'4", 227, but the kid plays so fast. If you saw some of those touchdowns, he was so quick out of his breaks, I was amazed. I was like, he just scored that. He scored on some game. He scored on some of these guys with the quickness of a smaller, shifty receiver. He's going to eat. Deontay Johnson is out. He's got a back injury. Who knows when he's going to be back. Juju's still your number one slot guy. But Chase Claypool ascends. He's versing the Browns. They're at home. It's going to be a shootout. Even if not, the Steelers love marking up that score. I see him balling out again. I see another. I see a solid 25-30 point game out of the kid. He nice, is ascending. Man. Pick him up. He is my sleeper of the year already. This is why I got him. Glad to see he's starting to produce. I like it. All right, so big jab in the fat on Twitter. We're going to end we got, our weeks. We, we got our defense. We got our defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, We're going to end this week. Yeah, I'm setting myself up. Big jab in the fat on Twitter. That's at big jab and the fat on Twitter. Go, we go. do this podcast on Anchor. You do not have to download the app. 
You can just stream it straight off of the web browser. Uh, JC's doing all the other social media stuff. I don't know nothing about that stuff. I know we got a Twitter, (laughs) though. And to end this, guys, we're going to go defenses. Not much to say about them. I'm going with the Colts defense against Cincinnati. That Cincinnati Bengals line (laughs) is like a leaking sieve, man. Or Joe Burrow, dude. Joe Burrow looked like a rookie last week. I I feel bad for him because now he's going to draw the Colts defense even without Darius Leonard that defense is still stout it's going to be an ugly 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 game I got the Colts D where are you going buddy Uh, same thing Colts D Uh, uh, the best thing is to pick up a solid defense off of waivers I pick these guys off of waivers I love them I might I might keep them because I know that they have a young defense and a great defense Mm -hmm. coordinator a great coach they're doing what they have to do hopefully they put up another 30 point outing these guys are going to be solid definitely do that uh and you know hopefully win your league this week or win your league this week win your game this week to hopefully win your league in the future uh this is big jab and the fat things was a great show again we did the ultimate fancy line for week six jpo anything else you got for the guys out there guys no just you know what uh i appreciate the people that have followed us on twitter you know we're not into this quite a year yet so we're at 97 people. I like it. Um, expect more of us to come. We don't really want to blow up our Twitter account yet, but, you know, we'll be getting back into the cut the fats. We'll be getting back into the Friday futures. We'll be getting back into all of those things here soon. Unfortunately, the college football season's kind of put a damper on it. it takes a little bit more legwork now to find yeah. tape on some of these guys that aren't playing. Follow us on Twitter at Big Jab and the Fat. JC, you're going to leave them with something, buddy? Yeah, just remember, guys, look for those waiver picks. Look for those waiver stashes. It's always good to look Sunday before that uh, before that first game to see any guys that you kind of want to go in there and grab. Uh, one guy that I am keeping my eye on really quick. Hold on, we got a couple minutes here. Let me go back into my lineup here. If you have a roster spot, let me scroll down here. See if you can grab a little bit shares of Tim Patrick. Mm-hmm. The Denver Broncos. I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. It's against the Patriots today, uh, this week. Probably not a great uh, pick for him for this week, but he's solid. He's their wide receiver one on the depth chart. Sutton's out. Judy's their wide receiver two. See if you have the time to pick him up. That's what I got right here. Again, this is Big Jab in the Fat. Appreciate you guys listening. Again, give us that follow back. And as always, stay safe, stay humble, take care of each other. Thanks, everybody. See you again.